You're listening to The One Relationship, where we believe a strong marriage is the foundation for successful families, communities, and cultures. I'm Kate. And I'm Tanner. We're your hosts, and we've each had our share of unhealthy relationships. When we met, we committed to not repeat the mistakes of our past, so we set out to learn everything we could about creating a rock-solid marriage. Join us every week as we bring you real talk from our experiences, other married couples, and relationship professionals we trust. To start strengthening your marriage now, head over to theonerelationship.com and get access to our free marriage manifesto today. Welcome to The One Relationship. This is Tanner, and I'm here with my wife, Kate. Uh, Today, we're going to talk about a situation that happened in our household just last week at the time of uh, this recording. The presidential debate was last week. You should be hearing this episode on Monday, the day before Election Day. Uh, We're very purposefully dropping it then. And the title is that there's enough division in the world it doesn't belong in your household. So what happened for us, and I I had posted a a text message exchange on Facebook after this happened, not really purposefully other than I thought, you know, we talk a lot about um, sort of the positive aspects of relationships. And, um, you know, I think it's easy for people to feel like, oh, I should do this, I should do that, and, and to maybe look at us and think like, oh, well, I guess I guess they've just, uh, you know, they've got this all figured out. They can't relate to my struggles. Um, Not and, the case. <laughs> and, right. And, and so I posted it just saying, hey, would it be helpful if we talked about this situation that happened? And so the situation that happened uh, really has nothing to do with politics. When we first met, uh, we had differing views of politics. We had voted for different presidential candidates. Uh, We were coming at things from a very different perspective and kind of like our views on several things in life. We both have sort of come closer to, um, I don't know, cohesion, I guess, Not, not either one of us conforming to the other's um ideas but more just like hey what do we view how do we view these topics uh as what, individuals what works, right and what works for us together as a couple and a family yeah. uh, and i wasn't going to watch the presidential debate because my mind's already made up who i'm going to vote for uh the go- again the goal here is not to be political uh, i just don't think that for most people the debate or politics on facebook or really any of that stuff um, actually sways people. Maybe a little bit your eyes get open to things, um, but I think by and large it is just used to incite even further anger and drive even further division in between us as a society. Uh, but lo and behold, I turned it on because I just couldn't help myself. I was listening to it on on YouTube while I was like doing the dishes and, and cleaning up the kitchen and stuff. Uh, so I was sort of passively listening to it. Not a lot of surprises. We got the kids to bed, and uh, we had a little bit of time for ourselves, which doesn't always happen. Doesn't always happen, yeah. And we so just it was nice. It was, it was and nice we started talking about things in the future and uh, this trip that we're getting ready to take, and uh, just sort of how the next couple of months look, and then how next year looks. And then somehow it sort of led into conversation about like, well, what happens? Like, regardless of which candidate gets elected, we believe that there's going to be some sort of civil unrest, right? It doesn't matter what side you're on. um, People are going to be pissed off if their candidate doesn't win. 
And we were just kind of theoretically talking about that, what that would look like and how that could impact our family, how that could impact our upcoming trip, things of that nature. Well, so uh, I have a specific kind of thought around what the future may look like. Um, history repeats itself. And I was basing things off of uh, history and that if we're not careful about certain things that this can happen within our country. Uh, I was um, coming from a place of recognizing what my family has gone through in Europe. Um, my uh, family, I still have cousins and family in Estonia and also in uh, family from, from uh, Slovenia. So just understanding what those countries have gone through in their history and saying, you know, I mean, I have cousins who are younger than me that have experienced m more than they should have. Um, and, uh, and, and I've, I've heard stories, you know, firsthand from their mouths of what things were like. And so I was like, you know, I, I'm just being mindful of like, you know, where the future goes, um, you know, it matters. And Tanner has said on a few different <laughs> occasions on podcasts and lives, you know, Facebook lives and things that we've done, you know, it really doesn't matter who gets elected. And I, this is one thing where we differ. I'm like, it does kind of matter. Um, does it matter in the sense that uh, the day-to-day -day stuff that we have control over uh, will, you know, like, we still have to be mindful of what we have control over, right? And our day-to-day -day actions and the things that we work towards. So I don't disagree with it from that perspective. But, uh, you know, this is a very, very unique election. And it's it's based on ideology, really. And that's what's creating such a division. So, you know, which which way do you go? And I think it matters. So, so we had a little bit of a difference um, in opinion on that. And Tanner, as I'm sharing with him my concerns, um, the just where I'm not putting my I'm not putting my full focus on it through the day. I'm not living my day in absolute worry and fear. I am focusing my day on the work that we're doing, the business that we're building, our our children, their well-being, our day-to-day -day responsibilities. Like that's really where uh, our our main focus on it is. I mean, heck, I think on a daily basis, I'm figuring out how we can eat better as a family, right? So like, it's just something as simple as like, what the heck's for dinner? Um, but I, I still have concerns about what our future will look like in this country. And Tanner's response back was like, well, there's nothing we could do about it. Like the best thing that we can do is just set ourselves up in a better position than where we are right now. And so we're just going to keep working on, you know, the, the work that we do. Right. And I don't, again, I don't disagree with that. And of course we're going to work on building our future the way we know how to build our future. But the, the whole thing, like, and I was so, you know, as much as it was a little disheartening to have this conversation, we were having such a nice visit and talking about different things. And like Tanner said, we don't get that time. You ever um, have that happen where like a good situation just, goes bad and you're just like, what happened? What, and then you're just like, how did this forget happen? it. Like, yeah. Yeah. And, done. Done talking now. And we don't always get to, to end <laughs> our days, like really where we can sit and just sort of be with each other. It's like kids, 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 kids. And then like 
we're so tired, you know, we go to bed. And um, and so this was just really nice that we had this extra time that the kids were in bed and we could sit and visit. And it was going, it was a beautiful conversation until like I shared my concerns <laughs> and Tanner was just like, yeah, but who cares? Like, we're going to just, you know, just focus on this. And so I had gotten up to go into the kitchen to, I don't know, get water or whatever. And I came back in and like a light bulb hit me where as much as I didn't enjoy this part of what had happened, I was like, I'm so glad that we are having this right now. And that I was able to get like the light bulb went on to be like, oh, this is a teachable moment. Like here's <laughs> where, you know, I can actually address it within the actual moment versus, you know, how often do you have an argument and then you don't talk about it right away and then you have to bring it back up and you're like, why are we bringing this back up? That happened two days ago. Like, right. right or whatever the time period is. So, um, or I'm, you don't bring it back up and, and then, then it just rides around faster. and then like argument after mm -hmm. argument after yeah. argument that goes unresolved until it just <laughs> comes yeah. out in, in venom and a fight and, the, and other, over... the other person, the other person might be like, whoa, like, where did this come from? Right. Um, and, and, and the fights and the arguments turn into something more than they need to be because they're started based on something more than just that conversation, whatever the impetus was to start that. And I think that's where I just, you know, I want to interject here yeah. that um, I, I don't, you know, I don't think there's a hard and fast rule of like, I saw some stuff the other day like, oh, never go to bed angry or, you know, <laughs> always do this or resolve it within 24 hours. Or I heard Tony Robbins once say, like, we never him and his wife like they will give themselves 90 seconds yeah. to, you know, even if it's not about their relationship. But just if bad things happen, they are very purposeful in going like, OK, we've got 90 seconds to pout about this and throw a fit and, and do express whatever emotions we want to. But then we got to move forward. So we're not here to say that there's a magic rule, but I think that it's undoubtedly true that the sooner you can address conflict and resolve whatever the the issue is that causes a a you know a riff or a ripple in your relationship, the sooner you can address that, the more isolated to the actual situation that caused the hurt or the upset that you can be the better off you are to move forward and to not allow these things to just build up and build up and build up until it turns into an explosion. So we've been doing our best. Sometimes it goes a day, maybe two, but we've said this before. Like it's very hard for us to be upset with each other for more than really 24, 24 hours. hours. Yeah. One, um, because we have a lot of accountability uh, around, <laughs> you know, like we've got to show up for you and for ourselves and for our clients um, and, for but, our kids. and for our kids. But yeah. but beyond that, even if we weren't doing this work and before we started this, like we physically cannot exist in our house together <laughs> when there's something wrong. Like it's just it's, uncomfortable. It's so uncomfortable. There's just such a weird aura that happens when we're when we're not in sync and uh and i and i you know and i really feel for the couples who live on in that on a day-to-day -day basis like there's uh you know it's 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 hard to sometimes get to a place where you can actually communicate about a specific thing and find resolution to it and we we've recognized too that 
um, starting to talk through some of it doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to get the answer or like the solution right off the bat. But just to say, hey, uh, we're, we're, we got to talk about this and start to be open to that conversation and then say, you know what? this still needs further like further time so let's just agree that we'll revisit this tomorrow or whenever right so um because some things are bigger than than other things right um what what was good about this particular situation though was you know i it, it really gave it sometimes i have a little bit of a delayed reaction on what i actually needed from tanner and to be able to say that to him and then it comes like, you know, later and I'm like, oh, well, now when do, like, how do I bring that up? Right. So I was happy that this came up and that I had the, the awareness to say, hey, like, I didn't need you to just sort of diminish my concerns. I needed you to just say, hey, you know what, Kate, I know you're I know you're nervous. I know you're concerned. Uh, I know this is a chat like this is a this is kind of a scary time right now. And I and I get all that and I understand where you're coming from and what your families have gone through and things like that. Um, but we're, we're in this together. We're going to be OK. We're going to keep our focus on what we know, like we have control over and we're going to figure it out. We got God on our side, you know, like just something simple like that was all I needed. Literally all I needed, like a sentence. Right, and that's and, not my default. No. So what I realized, though, right? So Kate was like, "Hey, this isn't. This is this." And, and I and I know that my, uh, again, I kind of took a step back. I know that my default in the moments where I don't have the answers, and I and I just go to like, "Oh, well, I need to do something." She's saying things. She's scared. There needs to be a response. I really struggle to actually just hold space for that. Uh, like, hey, it's okay. Do you need to be upset? You need to, you know, you need to vent this without shutting her down and being like, yeah, you don't need to worry about it. It's not that big a deal. We don't have that in control. Like, let's focus on what we can control. So we know based on uh, past experiences that that is an area where I do not default to the method that Kate would prefer and usually need. And this isn't about a, like, I think something we're seeing a lot in, in, in couples coaching that we're doing is um, this isn't about one of us being right or wrong. This right. isn't about like, well, you said this, you hurt my feelings, you were wrong, you didn't, you know, like, it's not about that. It's about we each need things as individuals. We each have our default modes of operation as individuals in terms of how we act in certain situations. And so it's a matter of uh, Kate needs a little bit more compassion and understanding and for me to just not attempt to fix or solve or squash things when I don't have an answer uh, I usually don't enjoy when she does what she just did and she tells me exactly what it is that she wants me to say. So that's been an issue uh, for us previously where she's like, well, I just want you to say this. And I'm like, well, those aren't my words. I've gotten to the point of like, okay, I understand that the point of what you're communicating is this is what you need. Needed, you need right. compassion. You need reassurance. <laughs> you don't need me to solve it. You don't really need anything other than Let's just have this space 
and and you know do a warm little hug uh, that that will be comforting about this Comfort, situation right. that you're worked up about. That's not my default mode of operation. But I would like to recognize how you've come along because when we first started dating and I, that was what I would do. I was like, why couldn't you just say this? Like, that's all I needed. And you're like, don't put words in my mouth. Don't say like, I mean, it was actually, it, it, it was just another it really thing. It triggered me. Yeah. Oh yeah. And it was just another thing that we argued about. I'm like, oh my gosh. And now we're not even arguing about the thing that we started to no. argue about. Like it just, and so, I mean, we've come a long way in a short period of time of recognizing like, Hey, I'm part of the way I'm explaining what I need is by telling you what it would have been nice to hear, you know, not to say that, you know, put it in your own words, say it the way you would, you would say it or that it's, you know, more comfortable for you. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's the reassurance, it's the comfort, it's the compassion. I mean, we, we still resort back to the movie inside out. I'm like, the the joy just wanted to be joy all the time and sometimes and the what was it the elephant right the the, the imagine right or the imaginary friend like it's like oh, this, this this weird thing yeah. like he was so sad because he bing, lost bing bong bing bong yeah. who's your friend that makes you yeah whatever that right is. like bong, he was just bong. so yeah. sad that he lost something that fell down you know whatever down down to the you know endless pit and uh and sadness came over and just put his arm around the 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 friend like the imaginary friend said it's okay i know i've lost some things too and she was like the she oh. was the wet blanket like the entire show right they didn't want her to touch stuff she was like turning happy memories to sad it's like no 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 don't be sad don't be sad it was all about being happy or like then anger would come in there and he had his place but like nobody wanted to deal with sadness right like they literally if you've seen the movie you know what we're talking about if you haven't seen the movie you should go watch it it's a great movie even though it's a kids movie it's like spot on in terms of you it's know, great for adults emotions yeah. yeah that's inside out disney movie of course um, but like they wanted to keep sadness sort of in her own area. Sadness was kind of a hero in that situation. Cause sometimes you just, you just need someone to just be with you with the emotions that you have. Right. They I'm made, not good with that. Right. Like you don't have to fully understand. Uh, you don't have to have gone through what I've gone through. You don't have to have all the words. Like you just have to be with someone and say, like, I know you're scared. I know you you feel like things could be bad, like, but we're going to, we're in this together and we're going to focus on how we like focus on the things that we have control over. Right. So yeah, here's a great communication tip for arguments and this situation that uh, I'm going to give to myself. And if it applies to you, <laughs> then, uh, you know, feel free to use it. Uh, but simply asking your spouse or the person you're communicating with, do you need my help solving this or do you just want me to listen? And that's something that we picked up along the way. I obviously haven't fully embodied that, um, but that really resonated when we heard that because it's like there are many times where I don't actually know what Kate wants uh, and so my default is to solve it. And if I'm not able to solve it, then I want to diminish it. So I don't feel inferior that I don't have the solution. Uh, and that doesn't work. And that was this case. Like, I, 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 I have no 
control over big global issues or even worldly uh, issues. Quite frankly, I don't think you know any of the presidential candidates have full control over um, how this stuff all plays out. So it's like. I just am like, okay, like, let's, I'm very focused on like, let's talk about stuff we can solve. Let's talk about the things that are in control. Let's look at the positive. Let's look at the bright side. And I know that that comes with its own consequences. And I think we got some really good feedback from uh, one of our mentors, Scott Mann, who we're learning from, who was a Green Beret for 20 years, uh, fought, took several tours in Afghanistan, led a lot of the stuff that happened in Afghanistan around the 2010-2012 time frame. And uh, he's concerned uh, about what's going on, and, and we're actually interviewing him here in a few days, so you'll, you'll hear from him as well. Um, he's concerned about what's going on, but he's also advised us to like stay aware, stay alert, stay informed and stay focused on what you're doing. Stay focused on the movement you're creating. Stay focused on the things that are in your control. And and so I think we'll get a lot more from him as to how he handles uncertainty and, and situations like this. Um, but knowing that this is going to air um, right before the election, we, we just want you know this to serve as, one, teaching from our own lesson and, and situation, and two, as a reminder to stay informed, stay aware, and stay focused on what you can control. And if you have these types of conversations, which I'm sure everybody does, where you're not on the same page and you don't agree and upset and, and hurt may, may happen, um, do your best to address them in the moment. So Kate said, hey, this is a teachable moment. We're able to have those conversations, again, because we've identified that I have a lack of empathy that comes from, um, I mean, it's really a blueprint. It is, it is something that is hardwired inside of me. So I, I, I appreciate that, you know, you, Kate, have uh, realized that's not going to change overnight. <laughs> and And I've also realized, like, okay, here's an area that I can work on. But I I need reminders. I need to see it in like, oh, here's an actual example versus like, well, you're not empathetic. You could be more compassionate. You could be more caring. You could do this. Like, uh, okay, I'm sure I could. But since that's not my default, I'm probably not going to, to do that because it's very hard to change behavior, especially when it's your default. So we've done it can happen it just takes time it takes practice it takes awareness yeah you know so you just like it can happen i mean we've already like we talked about like it's already improved from when we were dating versus to how it is now um but there's still those things you know like this this is yeah we're we're two different people we have two different blueprints so you just have to be able to communicate with your partner and say, hey, this is, you know, this is what I need. This isn't always helping when you do this. Um, listen for when when that is coming from your other, you know, your your person. Like, don't take it personally. Uh, yeah. Remember that they're giving. It's like it's like it's they're giving you something for you to just be a better version of you, right? Like, it's not to point a finger. It's not about like, you're right. I'm wrong. You know, it's, it's not to be a personal attack. So when someone said, when you're, you know, when your spouse says that, like, just, just listen, say, okay, like 
I mean, there are times where Tanner and I share things. We don't necessarily love hearing it back from the other person, but we also take it and we listen and we say, okay, there's a reason why, you know, Tanner's telling me this. There's a reason why I'm telling him this. And so then we can learn from that, right? And grow. So know that it's not like a personal attack. You say it from a place of love, listen from a place of love, and then find where you guys can meet in the middle. Communication tip number two or 12, uh, don't use absolutes. You mm. always do this. You, you never, never do, do that. that. It's just like that. Bah, 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 bah. Again, when you start to tie everything together, it's very hard to address what's happening in the situation. Mm. So in, in order to be able to unravel things, and that's Kate has come a long way in that. She would frequently use absolutes. Well, it's mm-hmm. always this way. You never do that. And I'm like, whoa, Because, again, <laughs> now we're arguing about her response to something that was created based on an argument that we have. We're not even arguing about the thing the that, argument. That, that upset us or that we disagree yeah. on. Now we're arguing about our behavior and, and our choice of words. So yeah. there are things like that where – um, you may be dealing with somebody that's difficult and, and lacks, you know, empathy and even self-awareness to know that they're doing things that upset you. Um, if you really want to be able to move through those things and pass those things, you do have to take on some of the responsibility for saying, okay, how do I phrase this? How do I communicate this? How do I lovingly say hey, this is the type of thing that really keeps, uh, that I feel is like driving a wedge between our relationship. This is the thing where I get upset. I don't want to be upset with you, but this is the type of situation that causes that. Um, And again, coming from a place of like, I, I want to make our relationship better versus you're wrong, I'm right, it's always going to be this way, this is just another example of it. And I think if if there's you know one major takeaway that we can leave you with here um, is that you need to be able to start to view your relationship and the destination of where you want to be as a couple in the future and what you want to create and who you want to become and what your relationship represents to you and your kids and your other family and God. Because when you're focused on like, hey, we're headed somewhere together, that starts to alleviate the pain of the past, and it also gives you a guidepost for how you deal with present situations. Because otherwise... You're stuck feeling like, well, I'm just reliving the past. I'm so focused on what happened in the past. I'm just going to repeat the same argument. Nothing's going to change. Da, 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 right. And it's just this cycle over and over and over again versus. And I think that that for us, you know, to kind of top it off here, Kate went to bed. It was like midnight. Kate went to bed. I said, uh, not really angry or upset, like, screw yeah. you, I'm going to bed. It's like, no, no, it's midnight, I'm tired. Yeah, I said, I love Conversation's you. Conversation's over. It's just as frustrating, I'm just going to go to bed. And so I, I don't use the word, I'm sorry. I don't use sorry very often. Which we're going to... We'll talk about it 
it's another like, episode. I could probably count on one hand in like <laughs> I actually I so how many times you so said I I'm used sorry. it. So I said I'm sorry because it was very intentional because Kate knows that I'm not a sorry person and I don't use that word uh intentionally I don't use that word and that's a whole other episode. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk have about. to bring that up. Yeah. Um but I said <laughs> I'm sorry and when I looked back I'm like, "Oh, damn it. I used sorry. I wish I would have said I apologize." Uh, it's just what's, semantics of words, but I wanted her to know that, like, listen, I have thought about this, and it could have been different, and here's how I feel, and, like, I want to be able to move forward, mm-hmm. and, you know, maybe you didn't see the, the post on Facebook, but she's like, I'm not, you know, I'm not angry. Uh, the next morning, she's like, I'm not angry. I just want to move forward, uh, or whatever you said, but the point is, we didn't let it go any further. We had the conversation. We had a disagreement. We each addressed what could have been, you know, better, different, uh, how we could move forward. I said my apology. And again, not coming from a place of like, oh, I'm wrong, coming from a place of like, yeah, I could have handled that differently. I could have listened. I could have provided more compassion. Um, It could have been different, and this isn't the first time that I've heard that. So that's probably an apology-worthy situation <laughs> and i really struggle yeah. with that if you if you can't tell <laughs> but then we move forward and we're done and and there is going to be and there is a lot of money spent there are billions of dollars maybe even trillions of dollars that are spent to divide us as a culture as communities as you know society whatever it is from politics red blue to your sports teams to like even local level politics, the amount of hate mail that we've gotten in our mailbox over the last six to eight weeks, dividing people, dividing candidates, divide, 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 we had a sign divide. For, for a pr- certain proposition in our in people, yes, yeah, stealing, stealing signs. our sign out of our y- uh, yard, like it's just stupid. So um, there's a lot of money and a lot of energy spent to divide us because the more divided we are as a society and as a culture, the weaker we are. And the weaker we are, the people that want to have power over us have a much easier time having power. Again, this is a whole big can of worms and a whole nother topic. Just remember, you don't want the division in your home. Work at keeping you and your family solid. Figure out the things that aren't working and say, hey, let's make a concerted effort to work on these areas and bring us closer together. Uh, No matter who wins in this election, and we probably won't really have the answer uh, by the end of tomorrow night. However, uh, I mean, maybe we will, but I don't know. Um, Know that whoever's going to win, there are going to be people who are going to be upset and they're going to want to create more chaos Uh, Don't get sucked into it. Don't just focus on your family, because here's the thing that we know we truly know to be true, that if you can keep your family sacred and close and united and faith filled, that it will create better communities and we will have less and less as time goes on of all this chaos that goes on around us like it starts in your home. So just focus on that no matter what our outcome is with this election, because your family matters and, and, and it, it, it starts in your home. So thanks for joining us. And even if you're the one that's upset because your candidate didn't win, remember what you can control. And the fact is you can only create 
from a creative energy, not a destructive energy. Right. So if you don't like the outcome of the election, you don't like what's going on with, you know, whatever is in your world, um, it's not about the the calendar on the year. It's not magically going to change when the calendar goes from 2020 to 2021. The only thing that changes the outcome and the results in your life is you, and it doesn't come from destroying other people. It only comes from creating what you want, what you desire, and that's the power of creating strength in your household and not letting the virus of division creep into your household. Thanks for tuning in. We will see you next week and uh, on Facebook Live every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern. We'll be on Facebook. I don't know if we'll know the results of the election, but we will uh, We'll be talking more about division and uh, and how unity to... and unity coming together. Yes. Amen. Amen. Bye bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of The One Relationship. Be sure to subscribe right now, and we'd love it if you could do us a quick favor too. Please rate and review this podcast. This will help others who want to strengthen their marriage discover our content. To get our free marriage manifesto today, head over to theonerelationship.com. And while you're there, we'd love to hear from you. Just hit the Contact Us button and send us your questions and feedback. Join us next time for more Real Talk on The One Relationship.